At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Allison Antich about her wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a reception at Animal Kingdom. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Allison. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. It's always been a dream of mine to get married there, so it's kind of like a no-brainer. As soon as I got engaged, everyone kind of automatically knew that Disney was going to happen <laughs> for my wedding. That's great. So your friends and family were probably not that surprised when they found out where the wedding was going to be. Were your fiancés friends and family surprised? No, they were all really excited. No one was surprised. They, like I said, everyone kind of already knew <laughs> that's where it was going to be. That's wonderful. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We invited, I think, close to 80 and we had about 50 show up. So it was a lot more than I ever expected to come. Oh, that's great. Did you set up a room block for your guests? No, we just listed some hotels and different price ranges and just pretty much let everyone decide where they wanted to stay. And then how did that work? Did you provide transportation? Like, was it hard because everybody was staying in different places or? Well, for the most part, everyone stayed at the Grand Floridian, but we did have, we had two different sets of families that stayed in two different hotels. So, but we all just kind of met up and it wasn't really too hard. They would just use the Disney transportation. Okay, great. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? I'm a teacher, so I knew I wanted it to be during the summer and... I guess my my mom did some research and she found out that it was cheaper to do it on like a Wednesday. So that's kind of how that date came about and it just happened to be available. So, Oh, fantastic. Now, how did you choose your ceremony and reception venues? The ceremony was easy. Every time I would be on the monorail and I drive past the wedding pavilion, I mean, I, I just always knew that that's where I wanted to get married. And the reception, I knew I wanted to have it in the park, but I know that they can't start setting up till maybe like an hour after the park closes. And I knew that Animal Kingdom on a regular day, even with like the COVID hours, Animal Kingdom on a regular day closes early. So I figured that would be our best shot at getting the earliest reception possible is if we did it at Animal Kingdom. So that's why, kind of why I chose Animal Kingdom. 
Got it. Now, originally you had chosen Expedition Everest Base Camp, but you ended up in Yak and Yeti due to the weather? Yeah. So my mom got me the Fairytale Weddings Guide book, and I was just flipping through, and I saw a picture of the Expedition Everest Base Camp, and I just thought it was really pretty with all the lights, and it just felt right. So I was like, I think that's where I'm going to have it, and that's why I chose that. Interesting. And then when the call was made to move you guys, how did that go? It was pretty much last minute because Disney, they always have their backup plan. So, you know, they had the backup plan, but the call was made at the last minute. I guess they wanted to wait and see if the weather was going to let up, and it didn't. So, And had you requested Yak and Yeti, or is that just what they told you was available? I'm not sure if that's what their backup plan is for all. Like, if you have an outside wedding at Animal Queen, I'm not sure if they use that Yak and Yeti for all of them, or if you can request somewhere, but that's just where they put us, and I was okay with that. Oh, that's great. With the park, of course, you can't use any outside vendors except for photography and videography. Did you use outside vendors for your personal floral or any of the things that you are able to use them for? We did everything through Disney. Forest, everything was through Disney. We didn't use anything outside except for the photography. And how did you choose your photographer? We searched the Dis Brides group on Facebook and we saw that Regina Hyman was recommended a lot. So we just decided to go with her and we're very glad we did. That's wonderful. How did you choose your officiant? Same way. We used Catherine Monday and she was highly recommended in the Facebook group. So we used her and she was amazing. Now, did you add any kind of entertainment to your reception? And did that change when the location changed? Well, we did the Expedition Everest buyout, which I wouldn't have been able to do that if it wasn't for my aunt. She paid for half of it. But yeah, we did the buyout for Expedition Everest and everyone thought that was the coolest thing. It was definitely worth it. That's interesting. So you couldn't be at Everest for the weather. So you were inside at Yak and Yeti, but your guests were able to, were they escorted over to Everest or how did that work? Yes, everywhere you went, there was escorts, like, so I guess to keep people from wandering around the park. But yeah, if you just wanted to ride, you would just go outside and they would escort you over to the ride. And a question I see a lot, because a lot of times people think, well, how often are people really going to ride it if I buy it out versus doing a ride mix-in where you just have the one ride? Did you find that your guests continued to ride it throughout the event? Oh, yeah. They would, you know, they'd get off or they'd get right back on or they was just free to do it whenever they wanted to throughout the night. So it was definitely worth it. That's cool. And how did it work with the ceremonial parts of the reception where, you know, people want to be there to see the cake cutting and maybe the first dances and all that? Did people just mostly go do rides after dinner or how, how did it fit in throughout the night? So the, when we first, when me and Grady first got to the reception, the first thing everyone did everyone wanted to do was go ride the ride so we did that first before we even walked into the reception we kind of did everything so non-traditional it was the craziest thing (laughs) but we just kind of waited until the majority of the people were back before we started doing like the cake cutting and all that so that they were on the ride they wouldn't miss it or if they chose to go on the ride and miss it they had the option so that's kind of how we did that That's wonderful. And then at the reception, did you also have a DJ or music? Oh, yeah. We had a really cool DJ, Steve Dunlap. He was amazing. Because the reception was moved into a restaurant, where did they set it up so that people could dance inside Yak and Yeti? 
there was like a staircase and there was some space beside the staircase. And I mean, it was a small little space, but there was enough room for people to dance. It was just like an empty space. So, it, I mean, it worked out. Got it. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors from your reception that you would recommend? The cake flavors, amazing cake. All flavors are good. I like. I can't really recommend any because I'll eat any kind of cake. I just did basic. I did a funfetti layer, a vanilla layer, and a chocolate layer. I just kept it simple because, I mean, but they're all good. But we did the Ohana's menu for our reception, and it's amazing. We love Ohana's. And they did the full thing from the rolls to the dessert. They had it all. I highly recommend Ohana's. That's fantastic. And then did you add a dessert party or a welcome party to your event? We did um, Mickey Waffle Bar as a, like, midnight snack, which I actually missed that because I was on the ride. So I'm <laughs> still disappointed that I missed the Mickey Waffle Bar at my own wedding that I was excited about. Ah. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran? Let's see. I guess we started our makeup about 11 o'clock in the morning, but... That was because my mother-in-law, my aunt, my mom, we had to do everyone's makeup. I was last to go. So, well, and we started hair around that time, too. And then once everyone was done, we did our pictures, and then we did some pictures. We actually had to go to a different hotel to get ready due to COVID and their strict rules. So that was the only way we could get like a photographer to come in and take our pictures while we were getting ready so they did our pictures around that hotel that we moved to and then we got in a limo and we went over to the grand floridian and then that we took a few pictures inside the grand floridian lobby and then we got on or well me my dad the flower girl and the ring bear got on the cinderella carriage and we rode to the uh wedding pavilion and then the wedding started then after the wedding, we did some pictures, went to the reception, and just partied. <laughs> what was the timeline, like the start time for your ceremony and then for the reception, since you had to start after the park closed? Our ceremony started at 8 o'clock, and our reception, honestly, I wasn't even paying attention to the time, but I believe the start time was at 10 o'clock. And we were supposed to have it till like 2 or 3 in the morning, but we were done by like 1 like, we were ready to go, so we actually ended it early. Oh, interesting. Okay. What ended up being the most important aspects of the event? Maybe three things that you focused most of your attention or your budget on. Well, the one thing that I was, like, really concerned about was the music. Like, I had this vision, and I wanted it to be perfect, and, like, the music was, like, one thing that I really was not willing to, like, I, there was no room for mistakes with the music for me. Like, I, I just felt like music would make it or break it. It was just really important to me. How did you ensure that that happened? Well, I had to be a little bit old school, and I had to burn it on a CD and give the CD to the people that do the music at the wedding pavilion just so I could make sure that it went the right way. I see. I wasn't really, like, typical brides. Like, you know, typical brides will say their dress, their shoes. My thing was people were traveling all the way to Florida. We live in Texas. Almost all my family lives in Texas. And my husband's family lives in Texas. So everyone is traveling to Florida. And my thing was, is I wanted everyone to be comfortable. So when people would say, can I wear this? Yes. Be comfortable. You've been walking around the parks all week. I want y'all to be comfortable. I don't care what you wear. 
And it was the same way with the bridesmaids. I wanted my bridesmaids to be comfortable. I didn't care what dress they wore as long as it was in my, well, I wanted them to be matching, but I didn't care what dress they had picked out as long as it was in my color. I let them decide. I wanted them all to be comfortable and feel good. So that's kind of one thing that was important to me, that everyone was comfortable. That's wonderful. Were there aspects that were less important where you saved some money or your effort? I would say the invitations. I mean, I did want them to look nice, but at the same time, I just felt like there were other things that I needed to focus my time on. Right. And for the floral and decor, did you have a theme? Was it themed toward Animal Kingdom or a a movie or or rides at Disney? No, my floral just kind of went with my wedding colors. Just kept it simple. Got it. And then how did you communicate with Disney about what you wanted for your floral and decor? Email. They sent me like three different pictures of a setup with different linens and different flowers. And I had to choose and go through and pick the best setup that I liked. That's a pretty simple process. That's great. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? There's at least two that I can that I can't decide. One of them was riding in the Cinderella carriage because my little flower girl, like I just know that if I was her age, like that would have been a dream come true. And my little nephew was the ring bearer and it was just fun watching them in the carriage. I don't know. It was just such a good memory to have and for them to have. Mm. And then I don't know, just the whenever they started playing the music that I walked down the aisle to when they opened the doors and I saw everyone. Like, that was, that was like, a good feeling. Oh, awesome memory. That's wonderful. Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? We had a little issue with the tuxes. They were supposed to be delivered, uh, like, a few days before we arrived. And when we went down to get them, they weren't there. So then we had to play phone tag with the tux company and then we got them and my nephew's pants were too short so then they had to take a whole park day and go and get the tuxes fitted we didn't have a car so we were relying on taxis and ubers and it was just that was just one thing that was just chaotic the tuxes got it okay and was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were stressed out about and then it turned out not to be the rain the rain I kept looking all week long. I would look at like future radars and all I saw was rain and I just kept stressing about it. And then the day of the wedding, I was like, you know what? It's Disney. They're going to work their magic. They have a plan. It's going to be okay. I just let it go. That's great. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Definitely would have driven a car there. We did not have a car because we flew, and I think that if you're going to get married at Disney World, you want your own car so that you can run last-minute errands and you don't have to spend money on a taxi or an Uber because it adds up fast. That's a really great tip. Do you have any other tips or advice for future couples? Don't stress. It's Disney. <laughs> They'll work their magic, and just do your Disney wedding if it's what you dreamed of and do what you want. You won't regret it. That's fantastic. Well, Allison, I appreciate your taking the time to chat with me today. I think you've offered a lot of great tips for anyone who's interested in having a wedding pavilion or Animal Kingdom wedding, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. 
In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, disneyweddingpodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.